Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. Today's message is titled Rediscovering You. Rediscovering You. Have you ever found yourself in a season that it almost seems like you've lost yourself? You know, maybe you haven't even fully noticed. You're like, no, I don't know. But maybe you haven't fully noticed, but maybe motherhood or your own personal struggles with health or anxiety issues or relationships, maybe life or work or all the to-do lists have overshadowed you. It's so easy to just go, go, go and do all and be all that you easily forget who you are. And as a disclaimer, this message is not just another cheesy message about identity and knowing who you are and like all that cute stuff, which is good, right? Because what does that even mean sometimes, (laughs) you know? But I want us to really search deep in our hearts today and truly rediscover ourselves. You know, we all wear different hats here. All of us are mothers or soon to be mothers. Some of us are a wife, an employee or boss or who knows what else. You know the hats that you wear. All of these roles are so valuable, so important, and you are truly making a difference. But where are you in the midst? Let me ask you a deeper question. How confident? do you feel right now on a scale from one to 10? And this is a general question, confidence all over, maybe in the sense of your motherhood, inwardly, outwardly as a person, but more so just a general question. Where do you feel? Do you feel confident on a scale from one to 10? How confident do you feel about life in general, about yourself in general? You know, I'll share an example um, to kind of give you more clarity on what we're talking about today and where this message was birthed. So I'll give you an example this week of the moment I reflected on my confidence, or should I say a lack of confidence? You know, this message was birthed from this moment when I heard God whisper to me about the importance of being confident in who I am. I've heard this message many times before in the concept of confidence, knowing who you are. I've preached it. I've heard it. I've read it, right? But, you know, this year, many of you know that I have found myself in a battle with intense anxiety. You know, y'all know my story. For those of you who know, anxiety royally sucks, (laughs) like straight up. It's been a long season and a big battle. But I have to say that God has walked me through every step of the way. What used to be a huge black cloud over my head almost daily has now become this manageable annoyance that God has given me tools to cope with and gain control over. I'm still a work in progress. Don't think I have it all together. But I feel like where God has brought me now is so much different than just a month ago, two months ago, way different than three months ago. You know, and the other day I was having some anxious thoughts and I was, and feelings, you know, for those of you who have experienced it, it doesn't always go away, but it just is different, right? And 
I was feeling frustrated and annoying with this feeling. I was like, dude, no, like, I don't have time for this. Like, so annoying. And, you know, our struggles and all of, and all of ours are different, right? All of our struggles are different. Can slowly try to put labels on your identity. You begin to identify with the things that you struggle with sometimes. Oh, I'm just the girl who struggles with anxiety. I'm so annoying, you know, or whatever your struggle is. But our struggles are not our identity. And in this moment, I was thinking and feeling and feeling all these things. All of a sudden, I felt God whisper to me, do you remember who you are? And I feel like I hadn't heard or thought of that, that heard that question in a long time or even thought of that. And for a sobering second, I literally said out loud without even thinking. I was in the restroom, right? That one moment to yourself. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I am Lauren. I'm freaking strong. I'm in control. And I have to admit that I said this and you may laugh, but I didn't say the full word. I literally said, you know what? I'm a bad B. <laughs> laugh, judge me if you want. But I did not say the word because in this season of my life, I don't cuss. Okay. I used to no judgment. Anyways, you get my point. But I was like, you know, I'm a bad B. Like I'm hardcore. Like I'm Lauren. Hello. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I had a flash of remembering how hardcore I am. I realized that I almost lost that. I almost allowed my struggles, the roles that I gratefully fill in life to cause me to forget who I truly am. And I had to remind myself in that morning, in that moment, I, I can do this. I'm stronger than I think. And sometimes in those moments where those things are just overshadowing you, life gets in the way, whatever it is, you're overwhelmed by what you have to do and who you have to be. You forget that you're hardcore, that you're strong, that you're able, that you're this, this, and the other, right? And so what is it for you that is trying to overshadow your identity and your confidence today? Life can be overwhelming sometimes, but some days we have to remind ourselves of who we are and rediscover our confidence. Knowing your identity and being confident in who you are truly gives you strength to fight, strength to fulfill your purpose, and strength to face each day boldly and victoriously. And so I truly believe that it's time to really rediscover who you are. And so today we're going to talk about three points, and that is identity. The second is confidence. And the last one is better than before. And so let's talk about identity. So what is your identity in Christ? And as a unique individual, do you know? I feel like this is a two-sided coin, honestly. You know, it is important to know who you are once you become a Christ follower. And it's also important to know who you are as an individual, your unique characteristics that make you who you are and when it comes to being a Christ follower you know it's important to know your identity because Jesus he makes you new he redeems you he forgives you he heals you and restores you and your identity is no longer the past you but the new you many Christians live life with the new hope in Jesus but without their new identity I'll say that again. So many times as Christians, 
we live with this new faith in Jesus, but we don't live it with our new identity. They still live their lives feeling guilt, shame, unworthiness, unloved, with no purpose or hope. But Jesus wants you to know that all of that changes once you trust him with your life. You do have a new identity in Christ. You are new, not because of the good things you've done to earn God's love, but because of what Jesus has done for you that makes you righteous and new. Knowing your identity in Christ gives you confidence to seek him and have a relationship with him. You know, I've heard many wonderful people express to me that they desire to grow closer to God, whether that's reading their Bible or praying or going to church or just growing closer to God, but they feel so unworthy and many other things that they choose to end up staying away even when the very thing their heart yearns is to draw near to them. This happens because many haven't found the truth of their identity, their identity in Christ. When you know who you are in Christ, the chains begin to break. The strongholds fall and your confidence to approach God, the God that you love, is found. There is freedom in knowing your identity in Christ. It is so important as a Christian to know these truths. But how does one do this? By simply reading God's word. You know, I, I share this all the time. The power in the simple act of reading God's word. God's word is so powerful and life-changing, but it is so downplayed and overlooked in our Christian walk. When you begin to really dig deep into God's word, the more you will understand what Jesus did for you, who you are to him, what he's given to you, and what he will do for you. The power and authority you have, the promises he has prepared for you, and so much more. Don't you want these things? Don't you want to know his truth, to learn about him, to, to learn his promises for you? Stop waiting for others to tell you who Jesus is and start finding out for yourself. There is power in your personal relationship with Jesus. And I fully believe the more you take these moments and times to seek him and, and have this personal relationship with him, the more you begin to discover your identity in him. The more, and you know, last week we talked, um, about uh, having um, biblical affirmations and really renewing your mind in God's word and learning who you are to him. And, you know, I truly believe the more you learn about that, the more you will believe and be confident in the identity that he's given you. I'm going to read a couple of verses. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on his height of his statue, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not a man as a man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. I share this verse to say, your identity is so much deeper than your outward appearance, than what you can do or be. It's so much deeper. It's at your core and it is revealed 
through your heart. And God doesn't just look at you outwardly. He looks so much deeper and he sees your heart, that your heart is genuine, that your heart desires him, that your heart has pure intentions and that you just want more of him. And he can work with that. In Colossians 3.12, it says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And this is saying you are God's chosen one. You are holy and beloved to him. That is your identity. You're chosen, holy, and beloved. And he says, put on the, the spirit of God. It's saying be, have compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. When you begin to take on the identity Jesus gave you, you naturally begin to live out these things. Compassion, kindness, patience. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. You are new in Christ. In Isaiah 43, 1, it says, The Lord says, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Your identity is in him. He says he has called you by your name and that you are his. I mean, how powerful is that? And as we end this point on identity, we talked a lot about our identity in Christ. But like at the beginning, I said, it's a two-sided coin in my opinion. Your identity in Christ and your identity as an individual with your your specific characteristics, which yes, God gave you and created. So it all comes back to God. But who are you as an individual? You know, let's talk briefly about who you are as a unique human being, a unique mother, wife, and woman. Do you know who you are? What are the characteristics that make up you? Maybe you're funny and maybe you're not. Maybe you're loud, maybe you're quiet. Maybe you're artistic. Maybe you're musically inclined. Maybe you're athletic or maybe you're just chill. <laughs> maybe you're a super structured mom. Or maybe you're just more laid back kind of vibe. Maybe you're an extrovert or maybe you're an introvert. Whatever you are, I just simply want to encourage you to own it. Own who you are. Be who you are and know that who you are is what the world needs, what your children need, what your family needs. And live out who you're called to be. Stop trying to be everything but who you are. Because who you are is perfect, needed, valuable, amazing. Know your identity. And so moving on to our second point, confidence. Let's just get in, uh, jump into that, that topic. Why is it important to be confident in yourself and even in the Lord? When we lack confidence, we lack strength. It's hard to stand for something, to be bold, to be brave, and to face life head on when you lack confidence. The absence of confidence allows insecurity, fear, doubt, and the lies of the enemy to creep in. When I reminded myself this week of who I am, in that moment, I felt strengthened again. As my confidence returned, I literally just felt for that moment strengthened. 
And so why do we have a lack of confidence sometimes? What is the confidence killers in our life? What has stolen that confidence? Sometimes it's due to disappointments in life, in relationships, um, circumstances. Sometimes it's personal expectations that we fail to meet, that we put on ourselves. Sometimes it's what others have said about us and to us. It's our hurt, it's our pain, it's our struggles of any kind, our mistakes, our failures, you name it. But these things weren't meant to break us. They may have tried to, but they can't. Sometimes you have to stop and remind yourself what you've made it through already. Remind yourself of your accomplishments, of how far you have made it through, of how beautiful you are, of how hardcore you are, of your strengths and your talents and your abilities. You have every reason to be confident in yourself. You are full of purpose and life and you need to know that you can do this. Whatever that is for you right now, you can do this. You are and you will continue to be an amazing mother. You are an irreplaceable wife, daughter, sister, whatever you are. You are the best of the best at your job or your business or being a stay-at-home mom, whatever you are putting your hands to. You are full of money-making ideas. You are capable of putting God first and you are capable of allowing him to be the center of your family. You are a genuine and faith-filled Christian. You are a hot mom, okay? If you're doubting it today, say, I'm a hot mom. I know it. <laughs> you are amazing. And here's the greater news. You are not just awesome all by yourself, but you are filled with the Spirit of God. You have every reason to be confident because Jesus is truly on your side. He's with you and he's for you. You can rely on Jesus and you can be confident in the promises he has for your life because he will never fail you, disappoint you, or let you down. And you can be confident in that. In Romans 8, 11, it says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. I mean, I mean, you've heard that maybe before, I'm not sure, but I mean, really think about, it. did you realize that the spirit of God that caused the body of Jesus to raise from the dead is actually the very same spirit that is living inside of you right now. When you accept Jesus in your heart and allow his Holy Spirit to fill you, that's the spirit inside of you. Like if that Holy Spirit can raise Jesus from the dead, don't you think he could do some pretty legit things in your life? Don't you think he can make those impossible situations turn around? Don't you think he can heal you, redeem you, forgive you, whatever it is, if that's the spirit living inside of you? But so many times as Christians, we walk around with the lack of confidence, not just in ourselves, but in the God who is living inside of us. But you have to be reminded today that that spirit is inside of you. In Romans 8, 31, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Just straight up, simple. If he is for you, who can be against you? That should boost your confidence right there. Who cares who's against you? Who cares who's being haters in your life right now? Whatever, because God is for you. 
In Psalms 139, it says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. I mean, when was the last time you said, God, thank you for making me so awesome? When was the last time you said that? This is someone who is confident and grateful and knows that what God did in their life and who God created them to be did everything right. They were confident in the work of God. And this verse says, he made you, he knit you together. Your workmanship is marvelous, it goes on to say. How well I know it. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. Did you know that his thoughts about you are precious? And so many of you are thinking that they're full of shame and guilt, that his thoughts about you are negative, that he's looking for the next time you're going to mess up, that he's mad at you, that he's ashamed of you. And right here it says his thoughts about you are precious. That is the truth. In Hebrews 4, 16, it says, Therefore, let's approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help at the time of our need. Confidence. We need confidence to go before him and know that he is willing to give us mercy and grace when we need it most. And ending our point on confidence. So we talked about the spiritual part of it, our connection to being confident in Christ. But I want to end on a practical level on this scripture. I mean, on this point before we end our message. And on a very practical level of confidence. As women, the truth is, physically, sometimes there are things that simply make us feel more confident. Okay? Um, as a mom, it may be hard to take time for yourself. I know this firsthand. You know, but if putting on mascara real quick, or wearing real clothes, or curling your hair for two seconds, or working out, or buying new shoes, or whatever it is makes you feel more confident, then do it. You know, these practical things, they just simply help you feel more you. You know, I remember a season in my life where it was so hard to do my makeup, or even get dressed in the morning, when Joy and Jules, before we had our third kid, I mean, it's harder now too, but... Um, before we had our third kid, so I had Joy and Jules, and Joy was a little over one, and then I had a newborn. And when they woke up, it was just like hit the ground running, had no time. And I remember like just like feeling so eh, like I couldn't even so, so hard to just put on my clothes because if I put the baby down, she was crying. If if I tried to put on my clothes, the little one was crying, and so it was hard um, to even do that. And I remember um, just feeling a hot mess. But one day I just began taking two seconds to put on mascara in the morning. And for me, that made me feel just slightly more confident and slightly more me. And, um, but that just alone would help me feel more me and confident. And you personally might care less about makeup and that's totally okay. And that's not what I'm saying is to put on makeup. What I'm sharing is the idea of what is it for you? that gives you a confident boost, then do it. So on a practical side, take time for you as a mother, as whatever else you're doing. And if it takes a few seconds and your kid is screaming for two more seconds rather than one, then just do it. You know, there's times where I'm brushing my teeth and all of the kids are hanging on me. and like, mom, can you fix my hair? Or mom, can you, you know, do this or that? And I'm like, I just need two seconds and I'm going to have to endure them screaming so that I can brush my teeth. 
you know so do what makes you feel good makes you feel confident and makes you feel more you and so we're coming to a close and let's end on our last point and that is better than before right now today right where you're at you are better than before who you are today is a woman who has been through the thick of it you've endured many tough seasons you've reached many mountaintops and you've walked the valleys you've experienced life-changing joyful moments and sorrows and all of this has made you better than before you are stronger smarter wiser more experienced and even more beautiful not just outwardly but inwardly you are simply more amazing the hardships we experience sometimes seem permanent in the moment but they are typically temporary the pain you've endured has cultivated a better you there are so many examples in the bible of god doing crazy things in people's life who who their their later days or latter days were greater than before you know there's many stories in the bible and i was going to start typing out all these examples but i was like dude that's like a lot like you know so many stories when i think of the story of job like dude if anyone went through some crazy hardships i can't even say i've been through anything that he's been through and god still gave him in a sense double for his trouble he literally turned his life around after he endured hardship after everything was stripped from him and at the end he was better than before and so many other stories about ruth he she lost um you know she stayed with her mother-in-law who lost her husband and her sons and and she could have gone and done her own thing and she stayed with her and she was loyal even when it hurt even she sacrificed her own desires and wants and later on god blessed her with her boaz with children with abundance with so much more she was better than before you know there's so many other stories but your good days are not just behind you because there are many good days ahead of you god only makes you better as time goes on and life is endured never worse don't despise your struggles your weaknesses your mistakes your past but know that these things have shaped you they've made you better stronger and solidified the true and powerful woman that you are you are a better mom because of what you experienced you are a better wife daughter sister whatever you are you are a better woman all together so you have a reason to be confident in your identity not because you're finally perfect because you're not and neither am i and this doesn't mean you're never gonna miss the mark again we all are but because you are confident that god will finish the good work he has started in you in philippians 1 6 it says and i am certain that god and i am confident that god who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. Can you say I am confident that God is going to finish what he started in my life? 
so many times and myself included have doubted and not felt confident that what God started in my life is going to come to pass, going to be completed, going to be fulfilled. I just, there's seasons and times where it's like, dude, like I'm out, I'm out of the game. But he is saying, no, you can be confident that he will finish what he started in you. And Haggai 2.9, this, this book is talking about a temple um, and being rebuilt. And it's, a, it's, it's, so anyways, I've, I've read this verse in the story before, but when I thought of this point today, I wanted to share it and just to give you a perspective to maybe look at it as the way God also restores our life. And it says the future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And in this place, I will bring peace. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. And I share this verse, you know, the story is talking about a temple and it being restored. It's a beautiful story. It's a good story. But imagine you as God seeing you as his temple, as something he created, something beautiful. And it's saying it's the, the glory that once was is going to be greater than its past glory. You thought you were all cool and awesome and amazing and strong back then. The future you is going to be even greater. And God himself has spoken it and is doing it in your life. And I'll end on this last verse, Job 42, 10 through 11. It says, when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortune. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers and sisters and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord brought against him and each of them brought him a gift of money and a gold ring. And so I share this verse and I really encourage you to read the book of Job. I mean, that's a really powerful, deep book of someone who struggled and then some and how God restored his life still. And I read this one to this verse to share and to end with when it says the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Your future, your life is gonna be better than before. Your identity and your confidence is gonna be better than before. But I encourage you to allow Jesus to be the one who restores you, to be the Lord of your heart, the savior to your soul, the redeemer of your life, the restorer of your family, whatever it is that you need restored, healed, forgiven when I talk about better than before it's not because you have it in your strength to make it happen because I don't believe that but I believe that Jesus is the one who can make that happen who can make you better than before who can redeem you forgive you he will finish the good work he started in you but the key here is is that you need Jesus just as much as I need Jesus we all need Jesus and he will restore your life. And so today we talked about rediscovering you. We talked about your identity and how important it is to truly know who you are in Christ and who you are as an individual and be confident in that. We talked about confidence and how important it is to own who you are, to own and believe what Jesus Christ has promised you and to be confident in that. And we ended with the encouragement knowing that it is we are better than before.
I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.